This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Good morning. Today's class is the success of Ariel Motovich. Also in the Yudhishma Yerachmel Diana Ben Gadaya Sion Benema, Rufo Shalema Harav Shalom Ben Yamina, Harav Daniel Ben Sara, Harav Simcha Nassan Ben Sintel, also Hanan Batadel, Rufo Shalema Rachel Bale, and success of his eye surgery for David Marcha Ben Rut. Also in the in the success of Yerachmel Yerachmel Sheva Nevakat Yavon Sheva Em Nevakat Rena Makavat Hobach and Sheva Bale Sheva. Um, please share and read the podcast, November 6th, December 6th, no, December 4th, we're going to be in Brooklyn, and December 20th, big Hanukkah event, Israel Hashem. All right, uh, great, great concept today. Today's class is going to be on Rav Cook's book, Spiritual Revolution. Also, we're going to talk about this book called Lost Connections by John Hari, and a little bit about... Um, Another book called Alone Against the World by Yisrael Rol. So it's very, very important that one of the things that Rav Nachman constantly stress is finding your own point, finding your own gift, finding your own nekuda. Nekuda means your point. Finding your own gift in your life. Finding your own self in your life. And this is a very, very important because what happens is, is when we don't find ourselves, we don't find a good, we, we, we live a life without meaning. And this is extremely important because it's like Viktor Frankl says, it's life, is not, life is not difficult because of life. It's because you have no meaning, you have no purpose. And our job really, really is to, is to find purpose in our lives and to find meaning and to find what, what we're good at and connect what we're good at. We've had that class before on speaking about finding the, your, the lost objects spiritually that there's lost objects, everything you learned when you were a baby, it was taught to you. When you came out, boom, you forgot everything. Now you have to search for what you have lost. Today you could see people when you're, when you're not connected, the first thing you say with a person, oh, what's wrong with him? He's not connected. We say that word, not connected. It's okay to be in pain, but as long as you're connected to God, that pain becomes growth. But when you're not connected, disconnected, that itself is a problem. And this is where you see today the, the opposite of depression is lack of connection sometimes when we don't have that connection. We don't have a connection to our creator, we're disconnected from ourselves, etc. And this is where our, the whole world is created for you, but not about you, and we have to find a way to get reconnected. So where, what Rav Cook says, amazing things what he says. And he says, when we forget the individual soul, we stop, pay attention, stop paying attention to the inner life of a person, Everything becomes confusing and unclear. I was speaking to a nutritionist in the Hasidic community. She deals with food addictions. Rabbi Nachman says that a person has a food addiction. He has a, a, an issue with food. It's because the person's running away from the truth. He's running away from himself. Obviously, the weight usually covers up the, 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 the personality of the person. The more weight, you know, what is weight? It covers up the, the truth. You're covering up the truth. You're hiding behind the truth. And she says that majority of the, she deals with women in the Hasidic community, and she says the majority of people, they don't have a self. The community, the this, I'm a this, but I'm no, no self. 
yes, you are in the community, but it doesn't mean you don't have an original self, right? So sometimes people have lost themselves in a community. Um, you know, like in another area where we were, other areas of communities, well, oh, finally Breslov is coming in. I'm glad, yes, people have to get out of the closet. You have to, you, just because everybody else likes that doesn't mean you like that. So you have to connect to your original thing. This is where it's extremely important. So Rav Cook says this exactly. Rav Cook was the chief rabbi of Israel. He, he attracted both Zionists, religious, non-religious. He really had that combination of everybody because he spoke the truth. And what he's saying here, that the world has forgotten its inner self. When we forget the individual soul of the person and we stop paying attention to the inner life of a person, everything becomes confusing and unclear. The beginning of teshuva, what does teshuva really mean according to Rapinson, which is the best definition? Recalibration of consciousness. You're, just, you're, an, you're, you're, you're a conscious being instead of just going through the motions. It says, returning to oneself will automatically return you to God. Obviously, how could you return to God if you don't even know what God is? You're returning to religion. Sometimes, when he's saying here, all destruction comes because we've forgotten and ignored the self. We've returned to God, but we forgot about ourselves. Even Rabbi Nachman spoke to Rabbi Natan, and he told him, yes, you have belief in God. This is before he was writing his books to the level that he got to. And he told him, yes, you believe in God, you believe in me, but you don't believe in yourself. And he, and he turned him on, and Rav Natan, what Rav Natan did to Rav Nachman's teachings, without Rav Natan, there is no Rav Nachman. And Rav Nachman, Rav Natan, there's the amount of books that he wrote, but he, he needed to be turned on, because sometimes we could be too, too humble, which is not really humility. Humility means thinking less of yourself, not thinking about yourself all the time. Too meek. And you have to have this concept of Aziz. Therefore, only in great truth returning to oneself will individual, will, will, in the nation, will humanity and all existence return to, 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 to godliness. It says the root of all sin is ignoring oneself. That's a very, very, very... And that's what an addiction is, by the way. What is an addiction? Running away from self. Running away from yourself. Right? What's the opposite of an addiction? Running back to yourself, reconnecting through 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 surrendering, through bittel, through building that trust. But all all right now, all the biggest issues is ignoring the self. So how can you have a good marriage when you don't even know who you are in the marriage? You understand? This is Ram Das is a great quote. He says, "Do me a favor. You work on you, and I'll work on me, and then we'll meet up, <laughs> and then we'll have peace. Because if I work on you, work on yourself, and I work on myself." At the end of the day, there will be peace because there will be more understanding. Both we and our forefathers have sinned. This hints to the sin of Adam and Rishon. And what it was the main thing, Adam and Rishon, what did he do? He made a mistake. He, he ran away. And what did God say? Ayeka. Where are you? Rabbi Nachman tells us when a person is in deep despair, first he can try to be positive, right? Turning the dollar to the hay. Let's say he can't turn the dollar to the hay. He can't he can't have, he can't be cognizant to recognize he's thinking about thoughts. Then what do you do? Then if you can't get, turn the dollars to the head, then you have to go into a zamra. Find the good points in yourself. But what happens if you can't find good points in yourself? Then you have to scream out, Aye, where are you? You're screaming out to who? 
Screaming out to who? You're screaming out to, to your inner self. You're calling out, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? That's the constant message that we have to scream out. Aye, where are you? What happened to you? What happened to you in this relationship that you lost yourself? What happened to you in this, in this world that you've lost yourself? What happened? Because he did not know himself. He had lost his true I. He had bowed down to a foreign God. And so he says here, individually or connectively, when we are too, unfortunately, when you're trying to shove, shove things down people, not only do they not take it, they, they suppress it. You have to bring people back with love. Baruch Hashem, Breslov is doing that, Chabad's doing that. But it has to be with warmth, and more importantly, the, the, the person's individuality in the religion. Not just the religion, and there's no individuality. And this is where people are just falling out because they don't see the simcha, they don't see the originality, they don't see the, the freshness. And we all connect completely different. Somebody can learn a Gemara for five and a half hours. I can't do that. It's not for me. I connect more to the Yemuna portion. I connect more to the, to the strength area of, of, of Judaism and, and the Torah, Rav Nachman. We all connect completely different, but you have to connect to whatever connects with you. If that's the bottom line. The worst thing is to lose yourself in the, in the community and to die, a, to die a copy. And this is where you see all these, what do you think comes up with all these pain addictions, food addictions, uh, we, we, we leave our creator. We have neglected the individual. It is impossible for us to speak about a natural revolution if we do not speak about the revolution of each individual. And again, if we just go back to the where you see the problem is the solution. The problem was the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash for baseless hatred. If you were working on yourself and you love yourself, why would you hate somebody else? You could see there was, there, that also had the same problem. Why would I need to compete with somebody else at the end of the day? What do I need to have baseless hatred? Why would I need to hate anybody? It's because of this issue. Perfecting the world begins through perfecting oneself. The ideal perfection of a person can only be accomplished by focusing his energy on his individual own individual self as much as possible. You know, when we speak, to, when, I have, when you have an orthodox synagogue and you ask people, how long do you speak to God? A few hands come up. That's a problem. Because how do you get to know yourself if you, without conversing, without having a relationship with your creator? It's a problem. When you have 3%, 4% of people coming, uh, picking, up their phone, uh, picking up their hands, it's a problem the problem. So our job first is to find oneself. Find everything about yourself. Understand everything about yourself. Again, not through judgment, but through empathy and compassion. I know, for example, I'm a water sign. I'm a Scorpio. I know what ticks me. I know what I need to do. I know what, what I don't. If you're a Libra, your issue is decision making and building trust in yourself and having building that relationship and letting go of the just trusting and not needing to be the perfect decision all the time. Whatever it is in ourselves, we all have a specific nakuda that needs to, wor to work on, etc. But if you don't work on yourself, what happens is, then ev eventually you get disconnected from your creator. And he says the highest level, the highest level of spirituality, that means what is the peak of peak of spirituality? Is to understand to oneself. You want to be the most, you want to be closest to God? is to understand yourself. That is the highest level. And I'm telling you right now, if I could tell you every single problem, when you understand yourself, you will understand the others. And then your relationships will flourish. 
your relationships get much better because you have a better understanding. Like, like we've said many times, Carl Jung said, when you understand your own darkness, you will not judge other people's darkness. You will understand them. You will make the better place a better a world. But if you don't understand yourself, then all you do is judge people. And that is the cause of it. And he says the highest level of spirituality is to understand oneself and to do whatever you can to understand yourself. Great spiritual people discover in themselves resistance to being expert learners. And everything is already alive inside them. So some people are not connected to certain things. They can't sit in the Gemara for five hours. But it doesn't mean this is who you are, something's wrong with you. Or let's say, and this is what happens in school sometimes. Kids, kids are very creative in other areas. Different souls. And sometimes if this, if you're not, that's why you're giving a kid a, a grade, it's a very damaging thing sometimes because sometimes he's not good at that, but he's good at other things. But if you give him the wrong grade, you label him as no good across the board. But of course, you have to have some kind of accountability, but there has to be, I think, a better system where you take the, the people's talents and you develop them. But if you don't recognize your own worth, every single problem begins with low self-esteem. And low self-esteem begins, comes to a person through his lack of finding his individual thing. In his life, and that is what what you're here to do. It's not. That's why Rabbi uh, Rabbi uh, Rabbi Kramer is writing a book on addictions, and he, instead of he, instead of calling it recovery, he's calling it discovery, which is a great concept. Yes, exactly. I'm discovering about me. I'm discovering everything about me. What makes me take what now? But that is where you're going to get the most results. When I say, when I tell you, Parnasa and Shalom Bayit are based on your prayer. Yes, they are based on your prayer because when you pray and you have a relationship with your Creator, you change yourself. And when you change yourself, everything changes. What do you think is going to happen if you walk around in business with more trust and less fear and anxiety? You're going to make decisions, you're going to learn from your mistakes, and you're going to be successful. Practically, the practical level. What do you think is going to happen in relationships? You're going to recognize, okay, marriage is not going to be, it's going to be a wave. You're going to Recognize there's going to be problems in the relationship, but the relationship's not a problem. But it, it, you, and you're going to pray that you should have less resentment. So prayer does allow you to become more successful because it's not about you all the time. It's not you. It's not fear-based. That's why you'll be more successful. But without getting to know yourself and getting to know the individual, it's extremely difficult. And what he's saying here is the soul demands points us to where the treasure of life is waiting, the happiest person is dependent upon. Listen to this line. Beautiful line. The happiest person is the person who pays the most attention to the demands of his soul. There you go. That's the demand. That is the, that is happiness today. If you are paying attention to the demands of your soul, I know I need Rav Nachman like, like oxygen. I know I need his body to do like oxygen. I know I need to let go like oxygen. I know what I need. I know what my soul demands. If I don't let go, forget it. I know what the demands of my soul are. Therefore, I pay attention to the demands of my soul. Therefore, I am happy. When I ignore the demands of my soul, of whatever, me, you, whatever it is, you are going to be unhappy. And you're going to be irritated, frustrated, confused, anxious, and lost. So you have to pay attention to, and the way you do this is you have to get to know yourself. You have to spend some time alone. Not lonely. Alone. You have to understand everything about you. 
and you can make relationships so much better. And it's such a true concept. And when we lose connection, everything gets disconnected. You know, he says, our souls demands points where treasure or life is waiting, but you have to put a demand. That is the number one principle. This is, this is, this is the real evidence. This is what they should be teaching you. In, in, pay attention to your soul. Do not deny your soul. What happens today? When you spend 90% of the day entertaining yourself and 10% empowering, what do you think the day is going to look like at the end of the day? You're going to walk home. What did you do? Five hours of uh, YouTube, three hours of Instagram. How's your day? Eh, you're not going to feel fulfilled. You cannot, you have to watch your entertainment ratio versus your empowerment ratio because your soul demands. Of course, there's a time to relax. There's a time to, re- I, I do that all the time. But I have to, you have to pay the price for your soul. And that's by, by learning, praying, whatever, whatever you need to work on. But you have to, your soul is very demanding. Your body keeps score, your soul keeps score. Your ability to have happiness is based on your ability to satisfy the demands of your soul. There's souls here that he's saying here, there's some souls that are, there's, two, there's stable souls and there's ups and down souls. Not all souls are the same. Right? It speaks about God created some people to be straightforward. Their personalities are peaceful. They live a life of convection, instability. Right? Like there's some people that can drink on the weekends and not a problem. But there's some people that have one drink, they get addicted, that's it. Different souls. Stable souls and souls of chaos. The difference is the souls of chaos, those people have no rest in their life. It's always up or down, up or down. There's no, there's no rest. It's not a, they'll never get a C plus. Either they're getting the A or they're getting the F. But they'll never get a C. Either they're rising or they're failing, falling. If you're connected to Reb Nachman, you could feel it a little bit of the second type of soul. They're always in a state of drama. Either they're ascending to the heights of heaven or they're descending to the bitter depths of disaster. These people need to concentrate on spiritual growth every single day. Such people, when they have discovered the ways of life that suits them, they will ascend higher and higher and higher. On the other hand, if they neglect their personal paths, they're most likely collapse and descends to the lower of lower. These people need to immerse constantly in Torah and self-improvement. It's not an option for you. It's not an option for you. For me, this is mine. Not an option. If I stop, I, something's wrong. It's, it's doomsday. It's not an option. You pr- pretty much pr- you have to pretend like you have an oxygen tank next to you. And if you don't take a breath, you're going to suffocate because your soul is completely different. But what you could do when you, when you reach those heights, you can change the world. But same thing. Just anytime you have the ability to change the world, you also have the ability to crash. It's, it's a very, very dangerous slip. So you have to watch yourself. You have the constant, constant growth. Like you're saying here, every day, you stop, and, and I see this in recovery. All, client, all, all the clients that, that, that have addictions, these are unstable souls. They can go to become the greatest people, the most spiritual people light up the world, but if they stop using the program, they stop working on the program, the relapse happens instantly. 
they think it's just a matter of, uh, uh, well, I, I didn't go to my group. No, it's, you're not, you don't have an option. You have a soul of chaos. And, and, and he really wrote, he, 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 he really understands. We don't have, we, all, we do not have the same personality. And you have to understand that. Nobody is the same. So this is very troubling in schools because you have to really recognize who the individual is. You know, my kids are completely different. You have, I have twins, completely different personalities. They relate to everybody differently. And us, uh, us as parents, we have to have that ability to recognize their strengths. You can't, you can't convince the chess player to become the quarterback of the, super, of the football team. He's not going to be the quarterback of the football team. So you're trying to take sometimes a square and to put it into a circle. It's not going to happen. But let him be the best chess player that he should be. So today, you don't do this, you're not good. You don't do this, you're not good. Not necessarily true. And we know that's not true today. It's not true today at all. So this is something where you have to... Under, you, the way you see people, whether it's your wives, everybody has a different thing. You've got to give people space. You can't suffocate them with your own agendas. And this is why people re- leave a lot of times, they leave Judaism because people are, they, they feel pressured. They feel, and unconsciously, the more you feel pressured, the more you resist something, right? When love, be, when demands begin, love departs. This is why Rabbi Nachman never, never, he never instructed people what to do. He suggested to them what to do. Because he didn't want them to say, hey, you told me what to do and it's not working. Many people have left religion because of their learning. They betrayed their unique personalities. This is Rav Cook. This is not. This is exactly what's happening. You have to connect to yourself on what you can connect to, and if you do not connect that way, it's going to be very hard. So today, a person to say, "Oh, he's a breast lover. He's crazy." No, he's connected to himself. He's this. He's this. no. That's who he's connected to. Who are you to call crazy today? You're crazy by calling them crazy. Everybody's connected completely. The, the fact that a person pays attention and the fact that we have such judgment today and we don't, we don't allow some books and, and this is not allowed, it's completely off because everybody's connected completely differently. And if we just respected each other's connection and we didn't judge each, each other, we would have a much better world. But unfortunately, we have control issues, we have power issues, we have low self-esteem. And we want to shove everything down. If it doesn't fit our agenda, it's not good. And this is where you'll see, so important. The secular version of, of this conversation, of this class that I just had, is pretty much in this book called jo- from Johan Hari. Uh, he really New York Times bestseller. He wrote two, two, two books. The first book was on um, Stolen Focus. And the second book he wrote on Lost Connections why you're depressed and how to find hope. And this is extremely true. And he says some of the reasons why people are disconnected, are are depressed. Number one, they're disconnected from meaningful work. We just said the biggest reason, where they're disconnected from themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't find their own nikuda. They don't find their own gifts. You understand? They don't find their own gifts. But second, you're disconnected from meaningful work. And you'd figure social media got people more connected. It got actually people more disconnected. It did the exact opposite. We figured, oh, everybody's connected in two seconds. No, it's... And Chacham, the Chacham Zuckerberg, he wanted to create now meta-universes, create more of Gullahs, uh, more, more of a disconnection where you're in, you're in another world and you're living your whole, life, your whole day in a, in a room with uh, 3D, 
nuts. Nuts. Craziness. Disconnected from meaningful work. Think about what, what happens when you get chemically, what happens to your brain when, you, when you're connected? What do you get? What's, what's, a, what's an antidepressant, practically? It's, no, serotonin. Connection gives you serotonin. I give you a good word, I, like Reb Nachos, I give you, sir, I'll give you reflected light, and you'll give me light back. When, I, when you help somebody, you feel serotonin. You feel everything's okay, you feel connected. That gives you serotonin. What is Prozac? SSRI, serotonin upgrade. Uptake. So pretty much antidepressants are really serotonin. But we, that's why they told, there was, there was a study that people were very depressed. They told them, go volunteer. And that helped them tremendously. You have to be connected. You have to be connected to a community. From Nachman says you have to connect to people. You have to be connected. You can't just isolate yourself. There's a time for isolation. There's a time for connection. And this is actually the month of Kislev is all about re- going outside and reconnecting. Going outside and reconnecting. You already worked on yourself. Go reconnect. Now get rid of the fears. Go into trust. Get out of the house. Go reconnect. Go, light. Go create a light. Look at, look, at, look at what the Lubavitcher Rebbe has done with his shluchim all over the world and, and, and just bringing light to all kinds of areas of our lives. So the, the, the first cause, I believe, is obviously disconnecting, like Rav Kook, disconnecting from oneself. And that's the biggest sin. The biggest sin is to disconnect from yourself, which is unworthiness. And remember, when you feel unworthy, anything that happens to you, it's going to hurt ten times most. I had a conversation yesterday that a person was wondering why he was constantly being verbally abused by people. And he mentioned he was verbally abused by four or five people. So I said, what are the odds of being verbally abused by four or five people? How is that possible? How is that possible four different people verbally abused you? It's because you feel unworthy. So if any little thing that doesn't go exactly, that one comment that doesn't go exactly the way you want it, oh, you're abusing me. It's not true. Maybe some people have a very harsh tone, but four random people randomly abused you in the same day? How could that possibly be? Or is it maybe you are, God wants you to get rid of this unworthiness that you have by demonstrating that you're always abused. It's really showing your unworthiness because you really can't, really whatever somebody tells you is a reflection of their, 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 their mood. What is it, how is it a reflection of your mood? It's like me canceling my classes because one person didn't like my class. What does that have to do with me? I expect many people to like it. I expect some people not to like it. And that's what it is. But the same thing. You have to, you, Hashem does not want you to live in a world of unworthiness. Any form of unworthiness that you have, you will see other people and it will, and it will affect you. And that's exactly what needs to be fixed. That pain is teaching you what you need to be fixed. Because your, your Creator will show you Constantly, he wants you to get rid of any unworthiness in your life. Any unworthiness in your life. By having your own, believing in your own worth and believing in your trust. The second type of disconnection, he says, disconnection from meaningful work. Right? A person not feeling fulfilled in, 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 or in his work, passion. That's very common today, that people are not passionate at work. Third type, disconnection from other people. Right? Disconnecting from other people. Social anxiety. People, again, 
stop thinking that everybody's talking about you. Stop thinking that everything's about you. I mean, there's so many experiments today where they showed a gorilla in the middle of a room and nobody can recognize the gorilla. Not everybody is thinking about you or talking about you or judging you. But if you feel that way, you know, then it's always going to be like that. So it's, it's funny how there was, a, there was a story about, there was a guy who, the, the, one of the players, they, they huddled on the team to, 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 to go over a huddle just to talk about, you know, the strategy for the game. And, and, and the guy says, oh, look, they're talking about me. <laughs> you know, it's not everything's about you. Disconnecting from meaningful values. That's another form, disconnection. It's all lost connections. When you're not connected to yourself, you're disconnected from people out of fear of judgment, etc. Disconnected from childhood trauma. Right? A lot of the work today, shadow work, a lot of the work is going back to the inner child. Disconnecting from, disconnection from status and disconnection from the natural world. Very important to go back into the natural world. And disconnecting, obviously, from hope from secure future. This is a secular book. It's, 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 it's a very, I haven't started reading the whole thing, but there's definitely a disconnection. And the connection itself gives you serotonin. Goals give you dopamine. Hugs give you oxytocin. So you're, you're chemically wired to grow, to give, and to connect. You're chemically wired to do that. But if you are so, if, you're, if you don't know who you are, then you, unfortunately, we, we, we look for too much validation, etc. So that is the, the greatest thing you could do, is spend time by yourself, getting to know yourself, get to know your strengths, get to know your weaknesses, get to know what you're projecting, get to know everything about yourself. And I'm telling you, the more you do this, the more your life will get better. And that is the highest level of spirituality. Highest level of spirituality is to work on yourself. And that's where we have... And if, and if something is painful, that is what needs to be worked on. If there's resistance, that's what needs to be worked on. If you have a hard time, you know, forgiving people, then your problem is, again, you have an issue with anger. You're taking it too personal. So you have to work on being more merciful. What area in your life... Were you, were you, uh, you know, what area of your life, what anger in your life did you not, have you not let go, let, let go of? Because if you can let go of that anger, you'll be able to let go of other anger. But if you can't let go of that anger, you're holding that anger inside of you. How can you let go of other anger? What area of unworthiness do you have that needs to be worked on? This is why you're saying you, you're constantly getting insulted all the time. It's not possible to get insulted all the time unless you take it personal. And I hate to make it so simple, but... David Lieberman says, if you, want to, if you want to save 25 years of therapy, and somebody says something, don't take it personal. Why do we take things personal? It's very simple. Because we have the, the, the anger inside of us, the unworthiness inside of us, the whatever it is inside of us that has not been processed and let go. Otherwise, we wouldn't be so triggered. Why are we so fearful? It's simple. Because we failed in our lives and we haven't processed it. So what happened? Here comes another chance. You're worried about what people think. It's all inner work, guys. It's all inner work. That's what you have to say. It's all inner work. This is why the stress of inner work is so important. And, and like I said, Rabbi Nachman says, speak about it. Talk about it. Get it out of your chest. Open up your heart. Get it out. Change. And then when you find good points in yourself, 
then you can see good points in other people. That's the, that's the whole story behind it. Once you heal, you're going to want to heal other people. But once you're not healed, you see the whole world is fractured. And that's what trauma does. It makes you look at the world through a dysfunctional lens of the past. And this is why we have to make... That, that is the biggest thing you could do right now. Is dedicate time to get to know yourself. Go, go, on, go on a vacation by yourself. Go do something. Get to know yourself. I've spent so much time on myself. And that's how I got results. Because otherwise, forget it. Forget it. But recognize you have some people have practical... Some, if you have that soul of chaos, that there's, no, there's always drama, then at least let it be drama for excitement, not drama for, for self-sabotage. So you have to decide. You have to pick, you're going to have to pick, pick a party you want to go to. But you're going to have to go to one party. Have a great day. Thank you, Gadali.